I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. the reaction pod it's another three points for Sunderland 1-0 at home and Peterborough United continue Sunderland's unbeaten start of the season I'm Roy Fallow joined as ever by Matthew Keeling I am here I am. <laughs> well Matthew we're in quite jovial mood as the lads Parky and the lads once again see off some more League One slugs and you know bar a bit of early Peterborough United pressure and there was you know they hit the bar not nil nil and uh, John Clark Harris had that one off line but but I would say deserve three points. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think um, kind of struggled to get going a little bit in the first half. White struggled to get into the game at all, really. Um, Scowen for Clive when he was certainly when he was in the middle is like not for me. But at wide, you know, he did offer a little bit more. I think it wasn't the wasn't the reaction I would have. To the, to the, but who am I to question Phil Parkins? Well, who are we to question? The genius of the man who, you know, we said at half time in the group chat that at half time Parkinson would have taken this because nil nil, you're in the game. Very similar to last week, actually, and then we've came out and we've just done enough to get over the line, haven't we? And ah, it might not be... It's, it's not the sexiest way to do things. Like, I totally get that, and it can be frustrating at times, especially, like you say, with the likes of Charlie White. But, you know, maybe a bit of fortune with the penalty. Looked a bit like it could have gone either way, that one. But we should have maybe had a penalty before that as well at the same time, so perhaps do a bit of luck. I think that's maybe... I don't know, maybe it's played in the referee's mind. But, however... We've not beaten Peterborough before. Inley, we were saying on Thursday night, we we've not beaten Peterborough before. So, anyone moaning about this performance? And, we, you know, when we drew 2-2 under, uh, under Jack Ross with Peterborough, yeah, we played nice football and whatever. We didn't win the game. Anyone moaning about, and I'm not saying people are, but if, you, if, you, if you're looking at this and thinking, oh, well, that should have been better, and we won. We won the game. It's League One, it's Division Three. Does it matter? Absolutely not. And as well, it's two clean sheets on the spin. If you look, and as well, really, I know we conceded against Bristol Rovers, but it was a a knacker for that goal. Like, and since then, we've been the back three. Willis struggled early on, to be fair, but I thought Bailey Wright looked really good today. Flanagan was just quite under the radar doing his job, wasn't he? And I think that back three is, yeah, Burge, maybe some question marks still, but let's not be too negative after two wins on the spin, but 
two clean sheets in a row. But we, we knew under Parkinson it's not going to be sexy, but it's going to be a foundation built on solid defence and getting clean sheets and further evidence of it today, isn't it? It's effective, isn't it? And I think, to be fair, Burge, I think they had, what, six or seven shots on target? And he, well, they didn't score. And I think there's a decent save from a free kick. I know he probably dove past it, but you do see that. Oh, that, that, look, that happens in the Premier League. You look at Kepa, Chelsea, and like, it, it, it happens. And it, 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 if you save it, it doesn't matter. He doesn't look, he doesn't look convincing, but I know the penalty was his own doing. But he's only conceded a penalty. Yeah, exactly, and. I guess you could argue he's kind of I don't want to like like build it up too much but kind of bounce back from it and you know two clean sheets on the spin will do a lot of good for him speaking of bouncing back and redemptions man of the match today Grant Ledbetter you know let's let's go back a week before the Oxford game everyone's fuming about him being included ahead of Josh Gowan who you know actually as the game wore on did show a little bit today yeah I know you disagree but you know did show a little bit as as the game went on, McGrant led a bit of day, clears one off the line, he scores the penalty, and we just look calmer with him in the side, the way he gets on the ball and slows things down when needed, but he's, he's the match winner today, like that, that penalty as well, no one's saving that, and it's a nice moment for him as well, his first Sunderland goal since 2009, after everything he's been through as well, it's just it's lovely to see, isn't it? You did worry, didn't you, whether he was ever going to score again for us? And he, well, or play, or even play again for us. And I think, well, he's been great uh, last week at Oxford. He was excellent at two ninety minutes as well. Like it, it's, um, it's not to be, you know, he's thirty thousands. So he is thousands. So it's like, it's no, you know, it's no main feat really. It's League One. I know, and he's played his entire career above this level, etc., etc. But he'd been written off by myself, which is, I know, you'll find hard to believe. <laughs> Writing somebody off and whatever. I, did, I just did, I didn't see how he had a role to, to play, and it, it's clear that he has. And, well, he, he's arguably been man of the match in the last two games, really. It's a big thing, that, isn't it? That? It's, it's not just this one game, but two games running now, and... We said, it's weird, isn't it? Because when Dobson got sent off in the opening day, we said this is a chance for scouting to cement a place. But actually, Ledbit has taken that. And, you know, Ledbit is not going to be shaken out of that now. And, you know, obviously Maguire's went off injured today. So that could, like, affect team selection as well. But midfield now, we were thinking looks a bit weak. And now there's a little bit of competition going on there. Like, we were kind of, like, writing Ledbitter off as a bit of a, like, well, if needs most, Ledbitter will play. And now it's like, for now, Grant Ledbitter... First thing on the team sheet, and that's that's exactly what you want, isn't it? Well, that's what you when he came back. That's what you thought, isn't it? And I know he had he obviously had issues himself and off off the pitch and whatever. And he's definitely he said, well, he seems to have overcome that, which is great. Personally, like, even if he played again, I think would have been a big thing for himself. But if you look at the teams he's played against and been man of the match, it's Oxford and Peterborough, and they're both finished in the top six last season. I know Peterborough were kicked out because Wickham decided that they wanted to get promoted. But 
Oxford finish. Well, Oxford got the player final, and Peterborough aside, we hadn't beaten. Let's also mention Oxford won four. Well, they were four one up at one point. I don't know, finished four one. I think it did. I'd just like to mention that Wigan lost again. <laughs> just keep that from the terraces. Keep that from the terraces. Aye, well. <laughs> Subtle plug there. I'm just boarding up their house, though. Um, oh, yeah, the dilapidated house. <laughs> but, um, no, I think you look at the teams that he's played against, it's not as if, you know, he was playing against... Uh, all right, a uh, team that's going to be down the bottom of the league. Um, um, well, I, w- I would have said Wigan, but they won 2-1. would have said Hull, but they've got nine points. Um, Charlton have been struggling. Just a team. Just some men. Um, Bristol Rovers, I know we saw. Let's say Wigan, actually. A Wigan, yeah. It's not as if he's playing against, like, a Wigan. <laughs> Imagine that. Using this reaction board to settle scores with the Wigan Wanderers. Um, little... I'd rather have Mr. Bean. I'd rather have Heinz Bean. I'd rather have Dinner Beans. Um, away from obviously a lot's gone well today but interesting team selection wise with Parkinson I'm sure the lads will drill into this on Monday three games three league games this season obviously we know Parkinson's usually quite stubborn with his team selection but he's gone with Will Grigg and O'Brien as a two in the first game then he's gone with Graham and O'Brien today White up front on his own with obviously some other changes because Scowan came in for power Quite interesting, and obviously Gooch coming in for O'Brien is a more tactical change, I guess you could say. Interesting that Partington's showing maybe a little bit more flexibility this season with his starting lineups. Yeah, he's obviously that was a criticism uh, of him in terms of starting lineup and substitutions. But you can't, I mean, you can't, you can't have a go. Adam this season for it, but White well, especially with one substitution today in particular at the end of the game. Well, uh, uh, as I said on Thursday, <laughs> it's a squad game, and I think Conor McLaughlin more than played his part today. He'd be pushing. He'd be, you'd think after that performance, he'd be pushing. He'd be knocking on the door. Luke one will be worried as far as I'm concerned. You know, that's. One appearance, no goals conceded. Well, Colin McLaughlin on the pitch against the promotion contender. I think you know, part, well, O nine should be worried. I would have to agree, um, but I think actually something. Actually, I was going to say we were talking about Charlie White in the forward. I was going to say something proper, and um, White, yeah, White isn't for me. Uh, said to you during the game you can tell with Charlie White after about fifteen minutes whether he's going to have whether he's going to have a decent game and. You know, we saw, we saw when Parkinson, you know, early days, with the, with that front three of of him and Gucci and Maguire. So when you saw that as a starting lineup, you're like, kind of like, oh yeah, fair enough. And see, see a bit of a logic there. But you can see with White straight away if he's going to be on his game. Like, and you could tell today, like, he wasn't on it. You knew he like pressed quite well, White. And we were saying this while watching the game. He's oddly better with his feet as he is in the air for such a big man who scored a lot of headers. He's always looked terrible in the air for us, hasn't he? He looks. He does look. He looks like he doesn't want the challenge in the air. He, he'd rather. He like he hangs back. Yeah. And like, well, you should know, like that's not that's not your. Well, it shouldn't be your game. That's not Danny Graham's game. So you think? Has he used it? You know when? So Sven. You know when Sven Goran Eriksson managed Man City, he gave each goalkeeper a game. So he had. Joe Hart and goal. This is before he went on loan to Birmingham and all that. So he gave Joe Hart a game. Uh, Schmeichel, he played a few games. And they had 
uh, Isaacson or someone like they had like a Scandinavian goal, another Scandinavian goalkeeper, and then he settled on uh, I think he played Hart as his number one. Is he doing that? Is it like uh, it does seem funny, like but. Why does he need to have a look at Wyke and Grigg, who he knows has been... Like, obviously, Grigg was starting a lot. It, it, it does seem very strange, doesn't it? Like, but I don't think Wyke's done himself any favours to get himself a starting berth, has he? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. can't start like after that. You can't really anyway. But it, it's like, it comes back to me and look, we've won today. I'm not, I don't care. But we didn't, we haven't played enough games. We haven't played enough preseason games. And I think, that's evident. I think that's evident in his team selection, not the performances. And the performances have been absolutely fine, apart from the first half maybe against Bristol Rovers. But I think it's evident in his before. Uh, uh, sorry, in his team selection, and that oh, he doesn't quite know. And, and, and there could be fitness reasons actually why he's having to rotate. That's a really good point actually. Like he might just be a bit forced into it and just be quite conscious of giving certain people minutes as well. Played three completely different teams as well. So we've we played Bristol Rovers at home. You'd expect to win. You'd your goal scorer Grig there. You played Oxford playoff finalists last season away. I know there's no crowds, but it's you know whatever. It's, it's away from home. And then you've played a team like Peterborough, who is so fast and dangerous on the break and quick going forward at home. Is that in his? I, I don't know. Is that in his thinking that we've had three completely different games? I know every game's individual and whatever but we've had completely different he has always alluded to that part and that he will always look at the opposition and see because we do have I know we've like said like we don't necessarily maybe have the depth that we'd want but compared to more teams in the league we do and we can look at other teams and cherry pick certain players who might do certain things better but it's just such a healthy position to be in at the minute like let's bring it back round to being positive again rather than complaining about uh, Charlie White because like we don't want to get bogged let, let Gareth and Stephen do that like yeah not us we're, we're, we're going to be you know more, more more reactionary but in a positive way and it's seven points you would have you would have taken seven points in three games you've absolutely absolutely taken it straight away as we said at the top of the pod and you said you said an interesting thing on the pod on Thursday actually Matt about about yeah oh well you're saying interesting things <laughs> uh, well I'll rephrase it you said something very insightful about how 
Peterborough getting those late winners maybe doesn't make as much of a difference as fans being in the ground. But imagine if you were coming out of the ground now after two consecutive wins, after seven points, after being unbeaten. Like, obviously now everyone's kind of like just watching in the pub anyway, and it's like kind of like settled or watching in their respective homes. And it does give it a different sort of feel. And maybe subdues it a little bit, but I think we've all got a right tonight. They're like wherever you're having your pints to like enjoy that that little bit more. Like the lads are, yeah. Again, I will say I'll say it for a third time. It's not the sexiest football, but they're leaving everything out there. I think, and, the, and the, you know, it's the usual cliche. It's all someone asks for is effort, but they're doing that at the minute. I think the manager, yes, it can be frustrating at times, but I think there is, I think there is a plan there. I think there is an idea. I think the effort's there, and if it's getting results. It's all you can ask, isn't it? All you want to do is... Look, we've been here and played nice football and not won games of football. Like, it's... I think... In just touching on the, the the momentum thing with the crowd, I think it's slightly different for me in terms of a winning run um, in ter- compared to a last-minute winner. I don't know, like, a last-minute winner is like a real, like, fucking hell, like, oh, fucking hell, other team, you're all right. Like, it's like a very much like a... In the moment, thing people who probably wouldn't be going for pints would then yeah, go for pints, yeah, and like yeah. it's, it's like a conga line almost. It's like, oh well, I was going to go on, but we've won in the last minute. Whereas the winning thing just becomes like a, it just becomes ingrained and like your your routine, and like, oh well, we're going to turn up today and we're going to win. And I think that's probably in the mindset of the players. The players have no distractions in terms of like the crowd even being a distraction. There's no. Even the coming out of the ground, going home, and a constant probably watch the game back, or they'll watch Quest, who retreated one of my old tweets from 2016 the other day. They're going to do that, and then they're going to come back in probably Monday morning, and it's like, right, well, we've won two games in a row, but there's no, there's no like, there's nothing to get caught up in. It's like the whole thing; it's only online, and most of them probably don't read that anyway. Probably don't. Well, they definitely don't. I hope they don't listen to this. But the, it's. I think that's a slightly different thing to what I was saying on Thursday. In that, a last-minute winner's like a. a oh, fuck, like we weren't expecting this. This is like a real boost for everybody collectively. And I'm not saying that Peterborough wouldn't have got that from the win against Fleetwood last week. But I think a, cementing a winning run will just become ingrained, regardless of. Regardless of the surroundings, absolutely. But as well, ha- that my ass. That was lovely. I was. Lo- I, fe- I feel inspired. But like, let's look at that as well. Like Fleetwood have done that last week. They have came to Sunderland today, and they've not even scored. And we've just been professional and done them over. Like they, that could have been a bit of momentum for Peterborough today, and we fucking halted that. And that's, you know, after like, and again, it's three games in. I know, I know, but after like stop start seasons it's really good to see that like you were saying like last week was against last season's playoff finalists fair enough like Bristol Rovers was a bit of like there was a bit of a stumble there but those last two games just how professional we've been keeping a clean sheet just getting the job done I've got quite a lot of confidence now I said I said on Thursday that after the dust had settled against Oxford I felt even more confident because that win looks even better the more you think about it and I think today, you'll forget about, like, yeah, they had a good chance in the first five minutes and Burge parried one. And why they had the one that cleared off the line. But you're going to have to do that. You're going to have to dig out wins against... That is what teams who go up have to do. You've got to dig in there. And, you know, 
after withstand a bit of pressure how many times have we crumbled with that and today we didn't and it's just it, I don't know for me it's really positive and we've got a lot to be cautiously excited about it doesn't matter how you win games of football Man United won a game of football today after the final whistle had been blown like it doesn't matter we've won it might not it does if it's a you're watching league you're watching third division football you're not gonna you're not gonna be entertained I'm sorry but I'd rather we, do, we don't, I don't I'd rather I'd rather not be entertained and not have to be in this division and I think that's what we're gonna get I think well you've played Oxford Bristol Rovers and Peterborough and you've got seven points there's no it can't be any complaints well, let's, let's I know they're not like setting the world light in the championship but our first season in league one Luton went up Barnsley went up um, they weren't Brilliant weather. Well, should have came back down, really. But like, but, but we... I, I, that's what I mean. I know they've not been brilliant in the championship, but Luton were just functional every week. If we can, if we can do that, get up and you know build on that a bit better, which you would think. I know I'm saying a club like Sunderland should, but a club like Sunderland shouldn't be in League One. But we should in the championship should be a different proposition. And I know I'm getting very ahead of myself here, but you know you do what you can to get out of the league, don't you? It doesn't matter how you get out of the league. It doesn't. Like, there's always a team. The team that, the team that comes up usually in the playoffs has lost the first eight games of the season. It doesn't matter. Like, we we went up under Mick McCarthy and everyone hated us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we won the league. for shit. We won the league by about nine points. Like, without it sewn up. Like, it doesn't. If you win, if you're winning games of football, you can't complain. Absolutely, strongly agree. And before we go, Matthew, let's just remind everyone. You said on the reaction pod. After Bristol Rovers won one, we would not drop any more points. Two games in. Two games after that. Uh, how many points have we dropped? We have dropped absolutely none. So drop the mic there. Ah, lovely stuff. Drop the mic, darling. We're not dropping points, but Matthew Keelan's dropping the mic. We'll be back on Thursday to look ahead to another victory against Charlton. Gareth and Stephen will be back on Monday to review this lovely victory in a bit more depth. Thank you very much for listening.